0: Unveiling the secrets A list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm good, Nathan. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I'm Happy to be back on the microphone with you, and I guess dark times. But being able to connect with you once a week or once every other week is a highlight of my life right now. So I appreciate you taking the time to do these to the to do these episodes for us.
1: Well, one thing I can say is we're very responsible. We're practicing social distancing. I think we're about a thousand miles away from each other.
0: (laughs) We are. Thank God for Zoom.
1: Yeah, really Zoom's become um quite the thing lately. It's in the news, everyone's talking about it. I think there's a whole generation of kids called Zoomers. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what's weird
0: is I was looking, I was actively looking for something to replace Zoom. I I spend a lot of money on Zoom in my business. Um I was looking for something to replace it and just the other day I got a notification that Bella's school is now, because of everything that's going on, um, they're communicating with all the students through Zoom. And the CEO of Zoom gave out free access to their software to a whole bunch of schools throughout the United States. And I'm thinking they're probably doing it globally. So that giant act of generosity made me reconsider. And now I want to stick with Zoom just because of uh, the way that the guy stepped up.
1: Well, that's an interesting segue now that you mentioned Bella in school into our show today. Oh, I wonder how that happened. Well, I've been, (laughs) you know, pure serendipity or um, as they call it in New York, coinky dinky. I've been wanting to do a show on this topic, teaching kids copywriting for quite a while. And I kept hitting a roadblock in my mind every time I started to prepare and Now, uh, you know, with the coronavirus keeping so many kids out of school and at home, I realized I needed to get past the roadblock. And ironically, it was the stay-at-home order that cleared the mental roadblock out of the way for me. I'll, I'll explain that a little later in the show. But first, I've got something really important to say, whether or not kids are listening. Copy is powerful you're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast and most of the time common sense is all you need but if you make extreme claims and if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health finance and business opportunity you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy my larger clients do it all the time so uh, let me start with a question for you, Nathan. Have you ever um, entertained the idea of teaching? Now, how old is Bella? She's seven, eight, ten? She's ten years old now. T- ten. Have you ever entertained the idea of teaching her copywriting?
0: I have subtly been teaching her the foundational knowledge of copywriting and marketing since she was old enough to speak.
1: Okay, you're using the osmosis approach, I guess. All right. but. um and And you know, in terms of what I was thinking, you are like the ideal person, so she's your stepdaughter, essentially. You're the ideal person teacher, a family member who knows copywriting. Um what gets in the way uh, or would get in the way, see, I went back to school about ten years ago myself. I mean, grad school. I got a master's in education. I was pretty much horrified by what I saw because a master's in education. Is essentially a professional training program to teach someone to become a principal of a public school. I didn't know that at the time. And you know what? They didn't tell me until I was already in. Um, And that's like, I don't know, that's one version of hell I really don't want to experience. But um, what I, you know, the the whole culture uh, of public schools, and for all I know, because I don't know, private schools, charter schools, magnet schools, school systems in general, not always and not everywhere, but they're generally not that friendly to entrepreneurial activity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they're outright hostile to it. And copy is all about entrepreneurial thinking and activity. Okay. So the licensed school teachers, you know, the people I was going to, to grad school with uh, they may be inherently hostile to copywriting, um, and that would yeah sort of line up with with my experience, but not everyone is, and not every teacher is, of course, you can't make that blanketed generalization, um, but even teachers who are open to copywriting are probably not the best people to teach kids copywriting. now, why is that? Why do I say that Because copywriting is not an academic subject. It's not a body of knowledge. It's not even just a way of thinking. It's an activity. It's something you do. And copywriting that matters, copywriting that works is more than just an activity. It's a skin in the game activity. Copywriting gets to a whole different level when you're sweating a little bit because it's your money on the line or a client's money on the line, which essentially means your paycheck or your consulting fee or your royalties on the line. And, um, you know, say what you will about that. It's just how it is. Maybe good, maybe bad, maybe a thrill ride, maybe, um, beyond some people's risk tolerance, but that's how it is. What what are your thoughts about that so far? Because you you're someone who's actually done this, albeit a little subtly. And um, I, I know that we originally got together because you wanted to talk to me about the horror horror that we call our school system.
0: Yeah. So I think the first thing that any good copywriter is thinking right now, or at least the first thing that I was thinking right now, is you really, when you start learning how to write copy, you really have to undo everything that your teachers taught you about
1: writing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another, another thing. It's almost like, <laughs> are we creating a gang of kids called sociopaths are us or something? Because um, while copywriters are not sociopaths, the line of thinking that a copywriter takes would be so um, looked askance upon by the, uh, um, the obedient, hierarchical community, it could be a problem.
0: Well, I think that and also just copywriting needs to sound like a conversation and English teachers be into kids' heads not to use contractions. You got to use proper grammar. You can't use uh, your sentences have to be structured this way. Your paragraphs have to be structured this way. And when you start learning how to write copy, you start realizing, wow, everything they taught me in in high school English. I have to throw it out the window and relearn everything.
1: Yeah. So um, I guess. That's, that's like our second warning, our second disclaimer. You know, beware of this if, if you decide to go down this path, because uh, I'm going to talk about some things that uh, you could do, um, and uh, eventually where, we're, where I want to head is, well, let me just head there rather than preview it. Who should teach kids copywriting and who shouldn't? I would say someone who has done it, um, and even better, someone who's doing it. Just like you don't want to hire a theoretical physicist to teach pilots to fly airplanes. <laughs> 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 you don't want to be talking about cosines and, and sheer... Yeah, no, you want an experienced pilot who actually knows what it's really like. And it's the same thing with writing copy. Um, so if you're um, a parent... Or you're an adult who teaches kids at home. And that's why the coronavirus thing came up, because a lot of parents are being forced into homeschooling, whether they like it or not. Now, if you don't enjoy teaching, don't do this. I mean, uh, you know, I I do this for a living with adults, and that's hard enough. It's probably, in some ways, harder with kids. um, And I enjoy teaching. I'm willing to, you know, pay the price, pay the dues, put up with the uh, frustrations. Um, Not everyone is. Now, that difference, um, I, I guess, you know, you, kids can learn distinctions. It would it'd be probably pretty hard to teach a kid before seven or eight when I think rational thinking comes in. And again, this is not from real-life experience. This is from the developmental psychology they crammed down my throat when I was in school. But um, if, you, if you can teach kids, no, you don't write this way for school. You write this way when you are writing copy. And you don't write copy in school, you know, unless it's for a bake sale or a fundraiser or something like that. You know, suddenly the kid becomes the most popular person among teachers and administration when he raises money for the faculty lounge fund or something. Right. Uh, This is, this is getting very, uh, what's the word subversive. Um, all right. Uh, well, so of everything I've said, and, and, and again, you know, talk about your experience as much as you'd like to with Bella because um, I don't know how receptive she's been to it. Um, I, I know she likes to do homework with you and likes to go walking with you and stuff, but I don't know if she likes to talk about copywriting with you.
0: She finds it absolutely boring. But at the same time, uh, I think that there's, there's a lot of lessons of life inside of copywriting. And that's the way that I try to teach it. Instead of instead of sitting her down and being like, this is what makes a good headline. And this is how you hook people. And this is how you do a call to action. Instead, I try to pick out life lessons. And I'm like, we go to the bookstore. And if she wants a new book, I tell her, okay, you need to walk up to three different strangers and ask them what their favorite animal is. Or if you want to know if they have a particular book in in stock, you need to go up to the person, the cashier and ask them if they can help you find it. And I do that because I want her to know the best way to get things out of life that you want is to ask people for it. Or the best way to, uh, to open up a conversation is to start by asking people about themselves, getting them to to open up about themselves. Um, So these are the things that are fundamental in copywriting, but I don't teach them to her as copywriting. I teach them to her as, this is also what works in life. We're always selling. We're always trying to negotiate. And I want her to be able to negotiate. I don't want her to rely on uh, brute force. And I don't want her to rely on or not have brute force because she's She's small for her age, and she's a girl, so she's even smaller than the average person. Uh, I don't want her to get walked over and taken advantage of. I want her to know how to negotiate and um so yeah, most of what I'm trying to teach her in my own personal life trying to teach it um it's in life lessons it's in when something happens and I say, oh, there's a copywriting lesson there. I stop and I ask her, okay, so why did this happen? Why did they react this way? How did, how did you get them to do what you wanted them to do? Or how did, how did you fail on getting them to do what you wanted to do? And what can you do better next time?
1: Wow. I'm impressed. Um, you've really thought this through and, uh, and, uh, I- I I feel like throwing out my notes because it's better than anything I've come up with. But I I also want to know how does she react to that? When you ask her to, to go up to people and talk to them, does does she hate it? Does she find it exciting? Does she she, oh all right, Nathan wants me to do it. I mean, how does she react? It
0: depends. She's always nervous about it. Sometimes it depends on what it is that she's going to get out of it. Uh, So, the other day we were at Barnes and Noble and this was before Barnes and Noble got closed down due to Corona. Uh, She wanted this cat piano. I I thought it was ridiculous, but she really, really wanted this cat piano. And I told her, okay, you've got to, if you want it, you've got to get three people to tell you what their favorite animal is. She was all about it. She just ran up to three random people because she was excited about it. Other times, not so much, but, when she was younger i tried just repetition i i would say do you know what the most important um skill is that you can have knowing how to sell and she knows that that's what i want her to say but i felt like she didn't really understand why and that's why i started that's why i started trying to work it into life lessons rather than just me beating her over the head with what i want her to think
1: that's awesome All right. Um we've never talked about this before. Uh, I don't know why, but um I guess because I haven't been ready to talk about this subject and there was no reason for you to bring it up. <clears throat> anyway, let's um so so this is interesting because this next next question is I think probably relates to her. Um which kids should be taught copywriting and which kids shouldn't. And I, I feel that it copywriting is never something you should force on anyone, especially a kid. I don't feel like you're forcing copywriting on her. I think you're, you're doing something much more valuable, which is to help her get a mindset that they almost try to crush at school. You know, you, you ask questions when the teacher wants you to raise your hand, you know, uh, as opposed to you ask questions when you want something. Um, so anyway, um, if a kid's interested in copying, but not wanting to learn it um, it probably won't hurt, but you probably won't get a lot of learning. And I'm, again, I'm basing this on adults. Uh, uh, I don't, I've worked with, I've had people hire me for my considerably expensive mentoring program because they were interested in copywriting and, I guess they they never expressed disappointment. I felt bad because I didn't feel like I had a lot of value to life. Now, how the hell can I know? Maybe I did. Maybe they just wanted to find out what I had to say about it, and they were willing to pay for it. But uh, to me, it, you know, I have a different mission. The kid who is interested and really wants to learn copywriting is your best bet. And I realize all of these qualifications narrows the group of kids who are going to get taught, but it's better that you know these cautions before you venture into any teaching efforts now Nathan I really like your approach better because you're 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 doing it i mean you're you're copywriting with her you know I mean um in with spoken language there's you know there's a a very famous way to begin a letter if you are blank then you so if you want this cat piano, then you need to. Ask three people what their favorite animal is. That's like a lead for a good sales letter. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, I've gotten pictures posted from around the world pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands, including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in LA's famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an a lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 ahead head seminar, that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show.
0: I agree with you. Not every kid should be taught copywriting. I don't think anybody should be taught copywriting unless they want to learn. Uh, my own personal preference, when I'm excited about learning something, I'm actually going to absorb it. When I'm not excited about, about excited about learning something, I might learn how to repeat what you're telling me, but I'm not going to actually embody or, or take it in and make it a part of my psyche. But I do think, and, and this is just my own personal uh, preference, probably, I do think that we're doing a huge disservice to every kid that we don't teach how to sell. I think that teaching kids how to negotiate and sell should be part of core curriculum. If I was in charge of the school system, I would make that just as important as math or writing or anything else. Being able to negotiate, I think, is a vital skill. Uh, being able to copyright, I think, is a skill that should only be taught to the people that actually want to learn it, though.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. And my life pretty much changed, um, nineteen eighty seven, when I started getting coaching from jim camp and what was that negotiation and selling it was something i i had not learned before um so i i agree with you but again let's say we're teaching a kid who wants to learn copyright and copywriting, and we know how to copyright and of course if we are listeners or viewers of the copywriters podcast then we do Um, what do you teach and what don't you teach Well, you start with simple stuff, I would say, stuff that's not too technical. Now, it may be hard for you to do this, but hard and complicated are two different things. Um, Simple stuff would be headlines, stories, and bullets. And it would be a good idea to... uh, Another thing would be to help the kid learn to think and write from a prospect's point of view. That's one thing. it's so simple and so rarely done, even in copy. Um, and, um, you know, the, the schools tend to either write about famous people or write about yourself and your feelings and so forth, but not really write in about another person from another point, point of view, especially when you're talking to that person. Um, now... Um, There are some things that, uh, especially if you're a very technical person or your kid is, you know, the next Einstein or something, you might be tempted to do this. I would not start here at all. Uh, And that, that would be complex stuff like mechanism or open loops or Dan Kennedy's double readership path. Those things can wait till later. Like a lot later, I mean, a lot of copywriters don't even know that stuff. Uh, I mean pro copywriters i mean people people who might be working for your business and making you a lot of money don't know that stuff so um but what you wanna do is build a foundation, um not transfer the whole skill set all at once they They got plenty of time um, so uh, a typical typical copywriting assignment for a young student. Um, let's say you have a business yourself that you use copy for. Maybe you can show the kid how to write a headline and ask them to write a bunch of headlines. And they might hit the bullseye. They might be way off the mark. Doesn't matter. You can go over it with them and tell them what's good and why it's good and what's not, and maybe have them do it again. You know, let them know in advance that you might not use any of it, but this will be the best practice they can possibly get, right? Um, another assignment might be bullet points and just have show them how to write bullet points. Um, kids, kids can be surprising cause they're, they're not carrying a lot of the baggage that the rest of us were carrying from school and in life. Um, when we started writing copy, Now, there's a, one of the, I learned three or four things in in 18 months of, of grad school that were valuable. One was this one, that I want to share is, is the concept of scaffolding. It's an educational concept. In you know, industrial meat grinder public schools, scaffolding is like the weird exception that you make when a student isn't learning like a well-honed machine part on the assembly line. But in real life, where someone's actually supposed to do more than be able to pass a test, uh, scaffolding is adapting your teaching style to the way the student learns. Of course, as a coach, I do this all the time. Sometimes consciously, sometimes intuitively. Um, and so, you know, if if you notice that certain things are really working, and I, I think you've done you've done a great job with Bella. Um, probably she's not interested in copywriting, but she's interested in getting a cat piano. So you've you've figured out how to and i think you're smart to uh uh realize that its core concepts and behaviors and beliefs and 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 skill sets are are much more important than whether or not she's going to write a you know five million dollar sales letter for a financial publisher right um that's good um Let me let me say one more thing, and then let's let's kick it around more if if there's more to say. Um, Here's the big idea about learning copywriting, and and this I think ties in a lot to the way you've approached this with Bella. At the end of the day, copywriting it's really about a certain way of thinking. It's about a way of thinking. Um, but unlike say a philosophy course in high school or college the way to learn about this thinking is not really just by describing it or doing abstract, dry exercises. And though it's tempting, if you think in a particular way, to transfer the info you have in big chunks, I'm not sure that's useful or very effective. That is the way many people teach, but it often turns out to be more academic and theoretical than practical or valuable. I think a better way to teach it is what teachers of martial arts have told me and then later confirmed to me other ones, the way they teach. They teach one skill, they drill, then they teach a second skill, they drill, then they combine the first and second skill into a third combined skill, they drill that. And so they just keep building it out that way. It takes adults years to learn copywriting. It could go faster with a kid, but don't expect that. Be patient.
0: Yeah, I think the the one thing you just mentioned, martial arts, and I I trained martial arts for a, l- a long time, and in order to get the more advanced stuff, you first have to know the fundamentals. In order to in order to land a good roundhouse kick, you first need to know how to plant your feet and hold your weight before you even before your other foot even leaves the ground. Uh, so one of the things. And, and this is something that I have pretty much drilled into Bella is um, if you want something, ask for it, and if asking for it doesn't work, figure out what the other person wants and see if you can get that for them in exchange for it. And I think that when it comes to copywriting, one of the things that I teach people that I coach or that I'm working with is every sales piece has to answer those two questions what's the one thing that they want, and what's the one thing that I want. The call to action is going to be the one thing that I want. In order to get them to the call to action, though, in order to get what I want, I need to know what they want, and I need to speak to what they want, and I need to deliver what they want, or deliver the promise that they can get what they want by giving me what I want. So I think as a foundation, understanding what's the one thing that they want and what's the one thing that I want is key to making a good sales
1: piece yeah but suppose the thing they want is special pronouns (laughs) (laughs) just kidding i thought we need to have a little moment of levity there uh all righty well uh this is good huh (laughs) (laughs) oh we
0: just we just uh put ourselves on a hit list (laughs)
1: I've been there a long time. I'm not worried about it.
0: Okay. What's the next bullet point?
1: That's it. We're done.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to mm-hmm. close this out then with a final thought, and then I'll ask your opinion on it. Sure. I personally feel that copywriting is... When you approached me about this, I thought it was, it was going to be a difficult subject to handle because I think that... And, and maybe this is just my own personal bias. I don't think anybody, I don't think everybody can learn copywriting. I've worked with enough people that no matter how I approach it, no matter how I try to conform the way I'm teaching it, um, no matter what I do, there's just, it's been my experience that there's some people that just can't learn it or can't, they can learn all the steps and they just can't do it well. And, um, Maybe I'm biased in that. Maybe I have less experience than you do. I, I definitely have less experience than you do. But do you think that there are some people, definitely kids, that just can't be taught copywriting?
1: Yeah, I don't think everyone can. I don't think there's anyone. I mean, I think just about everyone can learn to walk or talk or breathe. I, I don't. I, th- I don't think every activity. I, I think there what I've noticed in terms of people who are really successful is it's not really a personality thing or an intelligence thing, or even necessarily uh, a verbal skills fluency thing. It's, it's a drive. It's an itch. It's a desire. It's a, it's a compulsion. It's a gotta do it kind of thing. And Some people have that. Some people don't. It might not even be about copywriting. It might just be about the way they approach things in life. And, you know, you could sort of boil that down to being more proactive. Not everyone is. Not everyone's proactive. Um, You know, it's like Everyone can't be a leader. Everyone can't be a champion. Everyone can't be a plumber. Everyone can't be a musician. Everyone can't be a tightrope walker. There are different skills, different drives, different things people do. Um, So, yeah. But I do think your approach is much more universal, what you're doing with Bella. And I don't know whether you stumbled upon it or spent a lot of time saying, it doesn't matter how you got there. Um, You know, Actually giving her some experiences that lead her to some wholesome i hate to use that word lessons you know about life about how it really works as opposed to um all the ideological um feces that she's being having thrown at her at school
0: <laughs> okay um yeah i i think you nailed it uh i Just one thing to add, I think curiosity. Curiosity is something Mm. that in order to be a good copywriter, I think that you have to have an innate curiosity about the way the mind works, the way uh, markets work, the way all of this stuff works. If you don't have that curiosity, I don't think you're going to be driven to learn copy and and really uh, have it become a part of who you are.
1: I think that's largely true. I think almost every copywriter I, I know is very curious. There are some copywriters who are just more task focused and, and, um, I don't know, tunnel visioned a little bit. And they work better in, in certain very technical or B2B markets and they're not as curious. But for the most part, I would say you're absolutely right.
0: All right. This has been a very weird episode. I'll, I'll agree. I appreciate you uh, prying it out of me, though, and and uh, taking the time, prying it out of yourself. Because I know that when we talked beforehand, you said, I, I don't know exactly how we're going to approach this. But I think you did a good job on putting down uh, a good curriculum for this episode.
1: Thanks. And, and thanks for opening up about Bella and all of your secret techniques to teach her how to survive in this wild and and crazy world all
0: right david until next time actually before we get to the until next time if you if you enjoyed this episode head on over to copywriters podcast we have a ton of great copywriting podcasts over there for you and until next time man i will catch you later
1: okay catch you later Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So, if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks and see you next time on the Copywriter's Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.